Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, some of you know how obsessed I am with masterminds. I first read about it in the book, Think and Grow Rich, how he would always mastermind and the power of masterminding. So years ago, I started doing it. It just made all the difference for my business. I understand that collaboration is the new competition. And there's just something special about being in a room with people chasing their goals and their dreams. So I started doing it on a monthly basis for me personally. And it's such an impact in my business and in my life that I thought, you know what? It's time to create my own masterminds to help out the network marketing profession. So I do about four masterminds a year. I have a six-figure breakthrough mastermind. That's for those that haven't made six figures yet, but aspire to make six figures. We literally map everything out on a whiteboard. Any question that you want answered, I've got tons of content all prepared at the same time. I want to make it specifically about you so that you can have the breakthrough. And then after that, we go around any specific questions that people have and insights people have. We dive in deep. So this isn't surface type training. I love doing Facebook Lives. I love doing podcasts, but it's hard to go deep. This, this is where you will come out as a changed person and it will make a huge difference for your business. I, I am not more passionate about anything, anything, anything that isn't a mastermind. Masterminds for me is by far the thing that I am most passionate, most excited, most confident in just because I've seen the results. Over 100 people have attended masterminds. And so far, it's been every single one has given it a five-star review as far as in an anonymous survey. So I'm telling you, I would do whatever it takes. Go to www.mastermind.robsbury.com. Usually the latest one is posted there. If not, there's an application as well, and we can keep you posted on those details. But you're going to want to put that on your bucket list of something you want to make happen right now. For those of you that are listening that are top earners, you're going to have to reach out to me personally because I do six and seven figure in our mastermind retreats all over the world. One of the latest ones we did was in Maui. We're running out a $50 million mansion for the next one. So we do those all over the world. But I'm just telling you, Masterminds is where it's at. And this is what's going to help you to have that breakthrough and take your business to the next level. All right. We have a good friend. The good part is most of these people have become friends. Some are, some aren't. Some you get to hang out with, but... Erica and I got to hang out and we knew each other, always talking online and stuff. We got to hang out in person at the Maui Mastermind that I did last year, which was a ton of fun. We had 29 six and seven figure earners. And besides masterminding and going through, like we were laying out like system skills, strategies and everything, we did have a pretty cool that was so fun. I mean, we were in Hawaii. You can't go wrong, right? <laughs> yeah. And then how many dolphins did we see? Oh my gosh. They were endless. Endless. It was crazy the amount of dolphins. I, I think it was like 40 plus dolphins at one time. Doing all the fun stuff as we go. So a couple different things for all of you. I want to introduce Erica properly. Sometimes you just get to know someone you are in different things. And so I'm like, you know, I, I want to know even more in depth, like some of the stats because... You just forget 
what a superstar some of these people are that become friends. But uh, just to give you a sneak peek, we're going to talk about building on social media because she's built 99.999% of her business on social media, which is pretty cool. We're going to talk about moral authority and what is that. We're going to talk about creating habits instead of goals. And all three of these things, how they relate and how they help you out in your business. But she's been in the industry now for seven years. She's a six-figure earner. She's been with her current company for three and a half years. She's in the top 1% of 1%ers. That's, that's who I always get on as the best of the best guests, as you all know. And last month, I think this is absolutely key and critical to understand, she sponsored 21 distributors and eight customers. And the reason why I think that's key and critical, because I always talk about how speed leaders, speed the pack. There's so many leaders that go into this massive management mode and they're trying to get everyone to do what they once did, but not what they're willing to do now. And the fact that she's still at it, the fact that she's still setting that tone, the fact that she's still in the trenches, the fact that she went on this little burst, I think is absolutely key and critical. So, I mean, why don't, why don't we start a little bit there, Erica, just as far as why don't you tell us a little bit about, intertwine it with your story, but tell us a little bit about that burst this last month, because that doesn't always happen with, uh, with leaders. Sometimes they get stagnant, sometimes they get bored, sometimes they manage too much, but I, I want to hear, because I didn't know that until you told me that yesterday. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it was something that I've always wanted to implement, but I mean, it's, it's not easy, right? If, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Um, but at the end of 2019, my husband and I closed our profitable gyms. And so losing that income that we were used to having, I knew that I needed to do something kind of bold, something big, um, to really set up 2020 and to create this sense of, uh, momentum within my own personal team. And I was sitting at GoPro in uh, December with Eric Worry, and he said, your current team will not get you to your next level. And it just really resonated with me. And I said, you know, I, I'm obviously I love my team. They're incredible. But I said, I need to go and create a class of 2020. And I just put my mind to it. And I followed the system. I followed this process. Um, and I always tell people I've, I've been on numerous calls just for this, this one incident. And I say, you know, it was hard, but not hard in the sense of the work I was doing, right? It's the same work I do in and out day after day but it was just intensified. Um, so I put in more hours, I put in more calls, I put in more uh, personal meetings and Zooms and things like that. But if I just went to like the one thing that got it done, I just asked the question. I, I learned something in these last 30 days of January that I wasn't asking people to join me. And I think that we, we just think people know what we're doing and they're watching us and they're following us. I mean, some of these people were like, what? I don't even know what that is. And I'm like, where have you been for seven years? And so I think that we, we let our assumptions kind of control our businesses. And if we just ask the question, sometimes people just, they just want to be a part of what you're doing. So simple, so profound. My made up phrase is no asky, no giddy, because those aren't real words, but it's true, right? And it makes sense. And it's like, even as leaders, sometimes we forget and we always are coming back to the basics as we go. Why do you think that people are so scared to ask? I mean, I know there's a lot of different reasons. What would you say? Why are people so 
because I know we forget, but I think you know, a lot of times it's just, you know, the fear gets the best of us. Why do you think people are so scared to ask? Yeah, I think that's, that's 100% is that fear, um, fear of rejection. I think that's the number one fear in network marketing. I think that you have, have kind of gotten down to the, the, the nuts and the bolts of that in some of the groups. And it's so true. If we don't ask, we don't ever get rejected. And so it's easier a lot of times just not to ask those questions because then our, our ego doesn't get bruised. Um, but I think uh, seeing your leaders doing it, seeing the people get back in the trenches because I coasted the last better half of 2019. I was in a good place. Um, and I knew that, that that had to happen. But yeah, I think it's just mostly the fear of rejection. rejection. No one likes to hear no. I don't care what level you are. I don't care what your paycheck is. I don't care what letters are behind your name, whatever your life is. No one wants to hear no. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's that reassociation to know. I don't know why we take it so personal. I don't know why it affects us so much, but it does. And we need to have that reassociation. I know it did for me a ton. And so we're trying to like find subtle ways. I mean, I did a fake invite, my very first invite in network marketing. A fake invite is where you tell them how excited about everything you're doing, but you don't even invite them. You don't even ask them. You hope somehow secretly they're just going to be so excited. Yeah, I'm doing this. Right, I'm going to join you. And, and I'm like, well, that didn't work very well because I, I just talked about how excited I was and, and didn't invite. So building on social media, you've built you know, 99% of your business on social media. You found a way to do it with good retention. You found a way to do it with still creating those, con, you know, those relationships. You found a way to do it as well. I think it's really important because your style and personality, you found a way to do it without being spammy, pammy, spam of family. You found a way to do it without spamming everybody which also is key because i think a lot of times people think oh well yeah social media if you're gonna do it well you know i just don't want to be that annoying person i don't want to be part of the nfl the no friends leak, the no friends left so talk to us about some of the key principles of building on social media and, and what like maybe your dmo or what i mean what are some of those i always like to say secret sauce because i think it's just a cool phrase so give us some of the <laughs> secret sauce super tips and get us right, what's another network marketing phrase? And get us fired up. Are you super fired up, secret sauce? I just threw in a bunch there. I love it, I love it. Um, I mean, I think the, the biggest thing is having the right mindset. You know, building on social media isn't any different than building in, in real life, in person. Um, you have a bigger reach, right? There's 2.2 billion people on Facebook. That's what I use mo mostly to build my business. And so when I got started in this industry or in this, this particular company four years ago, I was working full time. I mean, 50, 60 hour weeks and I was managing a gym. So my hours were weird. I was working till eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. I didn't have those extra times where I could go have coffee or go sit in a home meeting or do those things that I had built in a traditional way prior. And so I just thought, you know, I'm going to maximize what I have in front of me, utilizing this platform that is already created. But it, it was definitely about being classy, not being Spamala, Pamela, as you say. Um, I didn't want to be that person. But at the same time, I knew I still had to connect with people. I still had to go to the people. I couldn't just put up a post, you know, post and pray. Like put up a post and they're just going to throw their credit cards at me. That'd be phenomenal, but it doesn't work that way. Um, and so just getting into people's inboxes, building relationship, 
being vulnerable, being authentic and kind of weeding out my, my followers. Right. I mean, people get, I think they get scared to maybe cross that line or be a little controversial and there's a difference of controversial and negative. Mm. And so I think really figuring that out, figuring out who you are, people are going to like you or they're not. It doesn't matter what you're putting on Facebook. Um, but you can kind of weed out your following and the people that will join you are going, or they're going to join you because they like you. Um, and I think if we're just constantly, you know, vanilla and we're just kind of plain Jane, like people, they don't want that. They want to, they want to find something they're attracted to that they can really kind of latch onto. Don't give them too much because <laughs> we do have an upcoming book that uh, Erica is co-authored and I just started going through even more in depth. Maybe you saw some of it, went through like some of the different things and, and I get to go through all of it as we're co-authoring this book. And so uh, I read the whole section. So when you said vanilla, I'm like, I saw that in there. I'm like, don't give them it all. But yes, we have, we've not publicly announced that yet. So I guess this is a public announcement, but watch for an incredible book that will be coming out all on everything recruiting from 18 different authors that are six and seven figure earners and i've been through about 60 percent of the content so far and it's so good and i know we still have like three more drafts so that's a that's a little teaser that's gonna be uh, pretty fun and exciting as you know i get excited about these books right just finished my book and then finishing with this book and then i already started my next book for next year so books just get me really really excited so you talk about more, I think this goes along with it um, a little bit, the moral authority with what you were just talking about and especially with people being scared and all these different things. So what do you mean by utilizing moral authority to have success? Yeah, I, I love that. I didn't know what moral authority was, so I'm sure there's people listening that kind of are in that same boat. Um, but John C. Maxwell says that, you know, your talk talks and your walk talks, but your walk talks louder than your talk talks. And that's really hard to say. So I, I am reading it right now because I knew I'd mess up those words. But what are you doing that you want people to copy? And for me, I, wanted, I want to always be the leader of the pack. I want to set the pace for my team. I want them to be like, well, she's still recruiting. She's still, you know, in the trenches. She's still whatever those, those um, income generating activities are that I want my team to copy and to duplicate. But if I'm not doing them, it's really hard for me to tell them to go do them. I love and so that. just creating that, that, that's what moral authority is. Yep. It's, it's so key and critical. And I think so many people are just so scared. They're so scared to stand out. And then they're vanilla, as you say. And then the problem is it's just like, it's like your white noise, right? People just tune you out instead of being able to find the tribe that is attracted to the vibe that you put out and those are your people right and 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 the people that don't like it they i always say it, they're gonna unfriend you unfollow you block you that's okay we're not seeking that but that's okay because the people that actually love your content are gonna like share comment tag other people on it and slowly but surely you're gonna be able to attract the right audience and you're gonna feel so much better about just being yourself and your audience. It's like, you know, I make posts now and I have so many people that just resonate with it. That's because I've been deliberate with my brand for the last, you know, probably now six years. So 
the people that are annoyed by my style have already blocked me, right? Or unfriended me or unfollow me or whatever. So uh, that's key. So next one, creating habits instead of goals. What's, and I love these because these are three different things that all work together. Creating habits instead of goals. These are all catchy and, and intriguing. So I know we understand the headline of it, but give us a little bit more in depth on that. Yeah. So I think that the biggest thing, I mean, we set, we set goals and I, I set goals. I'm not going to tell you not to do that, but I think what I'm finding in my team especially is they'll set these lofty goals, but they don't have habits to back them up. And so now when I'm asking for, you know, what do you want to accomplish this month or this, this quarter or this year or whatever, what activities can you maintain daily that will eventually compound to get you to that goal. Um, and that's kind of one of the things, I mean, I, I travel a lot. I, that's my, that's my love language. I say, I love to travel and I couldn't do that if I didn't have daily activities that would still allow me to grow my business. Um, and so things that become habits, like your income generating activities, I do them every day and they've become so a part of my life that it doesn't matter if it's my birthday or if it's, you know, I'm in Hawaii at your mastermind, like those things get done regardless of what's going on around my life. Um, and that is why my business, it doesn't slow down. It doesn't go backward. And if you can start to implement those into your daily life, I teach my team 15 minutes. If that's all you can do, wake up 15 minutes earlier and do income generating activity for 15 minutes, set a timer, and I promise you that your, your business will show results from that. It's the whole, show me your habits and I'll show you your future. And we, and there's different studies. One study says 40% of the decisions we make are habits. Another study says higher. The point is, is it's very high. And most of us are living Groundhog Day every single day. Most people, it's like they wake up, similar time, they go to their job, they eat similar places at lunch, they get down, similar time, and then it's similar whatever TV shows or whatever they're doing, you know, similar dinners, and then go to bed. And then they look forward to the weekends, and they've got their routine for the weekend, and start all over. And so the habits are so absolutely key and critical, and you know I'm so big on this. I've now, in the last 12 years, I've missed one day of personal development. Are there days where all I did is barely read? Of course, but I set a minimum and I set what I call a non-negotiable. And so you need to create those minimum non-negotiables that even on the days when you don't feel like it, even when the days when you're sick, even when the days you're on vacation, at least you're doing something to progress your business forward, even if it's just crawling, right? Or baby steps, at least you're heading towards the, dire the right direction and progress equals happiness. We're always happy when we're progressing and we're very rarely happy when we're not progressing, no matter what. I mean, there's a reason why you see most billionaires keep working and keep going because for them, it's no longer the money. It's the progress as they go and make it happen. So in summary here, last question I'm going to ask you is if you were to give, and again, I know each time, sometimes when I get asked questions on the spot, I think of different things. So I'm like, oh, if they watch, like, if they watch this in like two months, I'm going to give a totally different answer, two weeks. <laughs> if you were to give one tip as far as your number one tip for one to have success in network marketing, what would be 
the one thing. If someone on your team came and sat with you like, hey, I just want you to give me something right now. What's the one thing, the most important thing that stands out to you right this second? I think it, I mean, I think it always boils down to consistency, but consistency of the right actions. I mean, you can be consistent at sleeping in every day. That's probably not going to advance you. So consistency of those daily habits. Um, and what I love about creating them, making them a daily habit, even with you know your personal development, you still did it. Even if it was a page, you did it. But when you're in a season, you can intensify that. So if you have those habits formed and you're consistent in them and you decide to go on a run, you can intensify them. Nothing changes. You just do more of them. So true. It's, that goes back to the consistency with the habits and goes back to setting those minimums. And then, of course, you're going to go on bursts, sprints like Erica did last week. That's another key critical component. At least twice a year, you've got to go on these little spurts and sprints. Now, of course, for the masses, they're not going to be able to do that always. That's why it's called a burst or a sprint. But a couple times a year, you always have got to put your business into momentum and you've got to stop just trying to maintain because, as you know, we talked about this in the mastermind, building is energy, maintaining is fatigue. So we always want to make sure that we're finding a way to progress and build. So... Erica, thank you so much. It's uh, it's always a pleasure. It's always it's always fun doing podcasts with incredible leaders, but especially those that you know I've gotten to know and been able to to hang out. Thanks for all the value that you provide, and and I always love highlighting superstar leaders that are also incredible human beings. So thank you so much, Erica. We all appreciate you, and I know that my audience found a ton a ton of value from this podcast today. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.